Another great night here on Sideline Sports. We got Jake, we got John, and of course myself, JB. You know, a lot of stuff going on in the world in sports this week. So much, but it, as it seems every week we come <laughs> on, there's something big going on for Sideline Sports. Maybe, just a little bit. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm pretty excited. I couldn't sleep last night with this news. Uh, John, tell us a little bit about what's happening. Um, well, hold on, hold on. I think before I think we should tease we just a, a, yeah. be, before we get there, I think we should mention the sponsor of uh, this oh, video yes, and all our videos. Course. I think we I think we should mention a little bit of score, no score first. I think I think we should do that first. Make people wait it a little bit. Wow, you want to tease them? Just a little bit, excited. just for a moment. The tease. We just just for a moment, so we can mention our sponsor and uh, sponsor of this video and every video, which is. Score No Score, uh, as always, Score No Score is sponsored this video um, and us as a, as a whole. Uh, score No Score is basically gambling without the uh, the risk of real money, right? That's how I always like to put it. It's you, legal. It's well, forget the fact it's legal. I mean, gambling is legal in most states now, but you're but you're right. You make a fair point, but there's no real personal investment from your wallet. Instead, it's your in-game wallet, if you will. Uh, you bet on games with friends and people like us. You can play against us whenever you want. Right, we're on there. Uh, live games such as right now, I think we have baseball and football only, but we are working on basketball, hockey, uh, other things of that nature. But you bet on whether or not a team is going to score. It's as simple as that. Will they score? Won't they score on their current drive in the current inning? Whatever it is, uh, pretty simple. But uh, it's a pretty fun game, and uh, we, we love to play. We're we're on there whenever we can be, basically, and. Uh, yeah, I mean, anything else you guys want to add to that? I'm sure you have something to say. What a great game. You know, it's a lot of fun. I've played with friends. I've played with you guys. I've played with the developer, um, Eric. It's had a lot of fun playing it. it. It's made bad games interesting. So check it out. You never know what we're on there every time we get a chance to. Definitely, you know, spend some time on there. Get used to it. It's going to take off, and, you know, you're going to enjoy it. You want to get on before before it uh, before it takes off, right? Exactly. All right, but we come on. We got to get to the news. I'm too excited. I couldn't sleep last night, guys. JV, JV is like, I am going to literally explode right now Listen, if you don't let me say what is happening, want, or unless somebody says something. On, I mean, I don't think we have to say anything, John. I mean, I think we just let the video speak for itself. What do yes. you think? Yeah, I I agree. Uh, I think that's that's the best way to do it. Sit back and enjoy. Sit back and enjoy.
Well, that was uh, amazing. That was, was pretty cool, huh? <laughs> that was months in the making of working yeah. with two very close colleagues. Um, unfortunately, we, we lost Alex, but um, Eric has always been near and dear to us, and we got the opportunity to speak with him during the summer and okay. to want to work with him, um, you know, on directly, a, yeah, on a direct basis, and to grow all of our bread. That you know, we're we're happy to have Eric, Megan, uh, Michael, and everybody. Everybody, there's a there's a lot of people. There's a lot of people. There's a lot yeah, of people that come with this. Which um, Alex started with Eric, Absolutely. Uh, and the NBA carousel, which Alex, you know, inspired me to start. We got Megan involved, so we're excited to invite everyone into the Sideline Sports Network. This is yeah, this is you know, this is this a, is a big deal. Moment. This is something we've been. I mean, we approached Eric months ago. Now we said, oh, you know. We, we would love to work with you because we already work with him in some capacity as a colleague and a friend. We said, you know, we'd love to just, let's just make this all one big thing, right? Just make everything under the sideline sports network under our umbrella. It doesn't mean you got to change. It doesn't mean anything. Like that. It's just, let's just all become one big team because honestly we already work together as it is. Why wouldn't we want to be a team? And Eric was like, Oh, I think I need time. And we said, no worries. And finally, Eric was, you know, he had some time to think. He got his schedule cleared. Everything was the right time. And finally, we got to, to do everything. And, you know, you said it, JB. I mean, Alex is, I, I wish you could be here for this because he was, I mean, he was a big part of, he's why we exist. He's why uh, Eric and a lot of people on, on those shows, like the Sip Off and uh, the Sports Arena, you know, he's part of the reason they are where they are right now. Um, but this is, I mean, this is like, this is huge. I mean, I can't help but smile. I was, and and like you said, I mean it's it's not just us three anymore. This is just some of the people. Sideline sports. I mean, when we started, if you've all been following along on our journey, that was journey with the Jays and now sideline sports. It was us three that started, yeah. but then it and it turned into more and more people on our network, yeah. and we just have a laundry list of people that we work beside, we work with. Not they don't work under us; they work no. with us. They're <laughs> our, our partners. They're our team. I mean, you think about ESPN adding like NHL and stuff like that. <laughs> like, we're kind of like, uh, you know, the Thanos. We're you know, just adding one stone, two stone, three stone, four stone, five. We're just adding all the. John, things are perfectly balanced as they always should be. <laughs> I love that. It's, I have to say, I'm thrilled with the people that, you know, we've added into the group. I have a lot of respect for all the different shows. I know how hard everybody works on them. You know, we've been on all the shows. We've, you know, worked with everybody in this group. Everybody is a hard worker. You'll see them on here from time to time. We'll be on their show from time to time. And by working together, you know, we're, we're going to be able to bring you different guests on all the platforms. So, you know, these are just some of the great people we're involved in. If you haven't seen them before, um, you know, you should you should get to know their names and their faces because you know, it's not just three important faces here. There's there's a lot of different, you know, characters, a lot of different, uh, you know, personalities, a lot of talent that I mean, you you have shows all throughout the week. You have us seven days a week on DBNA television oh, yeah. plus Tuesday nights. You have 
The sports Mondays arena and twice. Wednesday now with the sports arena. Yeah. yeah. NBA carousel. You have Alex Lemons. You know, NFL, NFL carousel. carousel. Yeah. You have to sip off Thursdays. It's a lot. You have, and then you, ha- you have so many shows on this network. We are just, it's like Thanksgiving dinner feeding you. You know, just stuffing your face with nonstop content. You know, we don't have overrated cranberry sauce. None of that. Uh, Sean, you know, why do you have to ruin that. things like this? I try. Why do you have to ruin this? I this try. is a momentous, you know, uh, you. thing for us. Everything is so great, and then you have to ruin it by making you know personal comments about how you feel about cranberry sauce. Look, I, I get you're not a fan, <laughs> but let's just let's let this have its moment. Just like cranberry sauce gets to have its moment, let's let this. Well, it shouldn't this. have it. I mean, but, cranberry sauce shouldn't have let's, its moment. Let's let this moment have it. You know, have it for itself. I couldn't. I couldn't. Is, uh, I couldn't go without is, stamp, putting my stamp a, on it. This is a huge, huge deal. I know to a lot of people it may seem arbitrary, almost like a deal. Oh, it's big. I I get on the surface that may not seem like a big deal, but this is huge because now there's so much more connected to us, and we're. Just we're very excited to be working with those people you know, that are involved in all these different projects. So if you're not checking all those projects out, Sip Off, NBA Carousel, which is on our channel specifically, NFL Carousel, um, the Sip Off, that's it, Sip Off, uh, so, that's Sip Off, yeah. a Sports Arena. I don't yep. think I'm missing it. I think that's just about everything. And then we got I mean, all the shows so under. Much. I mean, we got so many other shows. It, it's just so many. You can check out all our social medias to find out where all that's at. But Absolutely. So now, now, now that we've gotten the announcement out of the way, there's still a lot of sports to be to be discussed, gentlemen, and we only have so much time to talk about all of this. So there is so much going on in the world of sports. I don't even know where to start. I mean, baseball yeah. has like a huge wave of free agency coming in this week, and of course, football is always is taking over. I mean, John, do you want to start with a little baseball? We haven't gotten to. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we haven't gotten to talk about that much. I feel like we I mean, never get to talk about it anymore. First of all, I mean, Megan, you know, she she let you guys know that there will be another Carousel spinoff coming soon as well. So this is news to, to me. Up. I didn't even know yes, about this. I know about this. <laughs> I know exactly what she's talking about. It's going to be fantastic. Uh, it has to do with all of us. But speaking of Megan, she's a Texas Rangers fan. And uh, the Texas Rangers have gone berserk with their signings. I believe over $500 million in contracts. Yeah, it was like, what, two players? Yeah, in the last day, it was like (laughs) over $500 million. It was like a bunch of players. And the Rangers are serious about winning. They're going for it. Um, I'm happy to see the Yankees didn't get Seager. So that was good. Yankees, I'll talk about them in a minute. Because I I do have uh, some thoughts on, on how things are going. But I love this but, because I, I hate whenever we hear about trades or free agency. It's always the only teams linked are the Dodgers, the Yankees, the Red Sox, the Cubs. Um, you know, like the the top teams, the same top uh-huh. teams every time. Houston, like it's the same top teams whenever it's a trade or free agency every time. But finally, a different team. It's like in the NFL when you see a different team sign big players. It's exciting because it's like, finally, like somebody else is making a move, a team you didn't expect. I love how excited John is. This is so. Cr- I love this. I, I hate to say it though. It's the, the parody is in, is good for sports. They're they're gonna lose anyway. 
they don't, but the, don't but the parody is good. The, but it's it's the competitive nice to nature see, to give the, them a chance. It gives you something to talk about more in baseball than the Dodgers, Yankees, Red Sox, Cubs, blah 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 yeah, blah. blah. Yeah. You know, but but I'm serious. Like I, I I will say I give the Rangers credit because not only did they get Corey Seager locked up, but they also got Marcus Semien locked up. And personally, I love that as a uh, as a Yankees fan. Yeah, no more. I was like, by, by Toronto. I go there goes one of your bigger players. He goes. He's going bye bye. I said he goes out the window. There he goes. Say goodbye. And I love that. Um, I mean, I'm a little bit more concerned that the Yankees are going after yeah up flight pitching. That was what I was going to say next. Yeah, to see the the Mets get Scherzer. Oh, stop! You know that that's I mean, picketing, you know. And, I mean, look, I get. I also think Scherzer's being paid too much, and I don't mean that because I don't think he's good enough. I think the Mets just overpaid. They're paying him what, like over? I think it's forty-three million dollars for per year for three years for a guy that's thirty-seven. And I think, look, Garrett Cole gets paid a lot, and I think it's ridiculous. But you mean to tell me that this guy at thirty-seven is going to get paid like what? I think it's seven million more, maybe eight million more. I think Garrett Cole's get like thirty-five. So, but at least you you probably know he's going to produce, right? I mean, Garrett Cole, you don't know. You you think he's going to produce? We're in a spider tag. I mean, Garrett Cole might as well be, you know, I don't even know who. Pittsburgh Pirates Garrett Cole. Just horrible. Horrible. But, terrible in the Pirates. But, I mean, JB, you hit the nail on the head, which is one of the things I had to say is, what are the Yankees doing? I mean, I give credit to the Mets. They they signed – I think they uh, signed Marte as well, didn't they? Yeah. They So they signed Marte yeah. and Max Scherzer, so great moves. They already have Lindor. They already got Polar Bear Pete. They're looking really good, and, and and they add to the top of their rotation you know, with Syndergaard already being, uh, or excuse me, with Syndergaard out, um, out to going to Angels. LA. Yeah, you, you, with him out, he was the number two, but he was hurt most of the time. You got a guy that's reliable, and you put him in. He's really not your number one, probably. And if he's not your one, it's kind of a one A one B situation. So it doesn't really matter if he's one A or one B. At that point, who cares? It's not like he'll get his chance to be one A whenever. uh, And it doesn't matter. But but Tom gets hurt, he'll get his chance. You're right, but here's but here's the thing: it doesn't matter because when you have one A, one B, who cares who's one A and who's one B? Those guys don't care. It's it's such a compliment to a pitching staff to have like, I mean, one and two. I mean, if you're talking on a playoff series, you got to face them back to back. I would rather not. I mean. That's I mean, and I know we talk. I feel like we talk about this all the time, but that is, I mean, healthy. That's as scary as it gets. Probably those are two of, if not the two best pitchers in all of baseball on the same rotation, going back to back. So I give the Mets a lot of credit. So it, it's some great moves. I think I, I love what Steve Cohen's doing because the Wilpons used to be like, I'm spending no money. I'm staying put for barely mediocrity, and Steve Cohen has gone out there and he's. He's looking at trying. Young. You're young. Do you remember how much of Steinbrenner's ownership do you remember? Not a lot. Watch so, Steinfeld. I mean, you'll understand. That, that was basically what Steve Cohen is doing. It didn't always work until George realized he had to step back and let baseball people do it. Of course. But right now, but, I don't know. I don't know if yeah. Steve Cohen's doing that. But you know, he's, yeah, but he's not he's signing tried. bad players. That's the thing. He's not. It's not like he's going out and signing. Bad players. I mean, he is signing valuable players that will help his team. It's, I respect the the moves. 
Yeah, the, I mean, he's trying. Least. He wants a yeah. win. He's he stated that that's the reason you're he right. bought the team is because he wants to bring the championship. And to JB, the team. you're right. He may need to let more baseball my people involved and say, look, you know, these are good ideas. These you know these players, but maybe not all of them. But for now, at the very least, you got to say, look, you're doing something because your crosstown rivals, you know, your older brother is doing nothing. Yankees have sat and done nothing. All the guys that I expected the Yankees to have a hand in, not saying they would get them, but at least have talks where it was rumored that maybe they'd be going there, especially a guy like Corey Seager. I thought maybe, Marte, I thought might have a chance at the Yankees. There were guys that I was thinking, you know what, I wouldn't be surprised if the Yankees are at least looking at them, right? You know, the Yankees let Brett Gardner go. Uh, Joey Gallo, if I remember correctly, uh, he's got one or two years, so I wouldn't have been surprised if they said maybe let's ship Gallo off, bring in Marte. It wouldn't have surprised me. Those are moves that I could have seen coming. Uh, maybe you put Marte in the outfield anyway, right, and you just let Stanton kind of sit back so you have Gallo, Marte, and uh, Judge. I can understand all those moves. Yankees are not in on that. Starting pitching, like a guy like Scherzer would not have surprised me. I understand we're paying a lot to Cole, but – Cold is not what we expected, so obviously you need to get more pitching. They didn't go after that. The Yankees have just kind of sat put, and it's it's a little disappointing. I mean, they, they and really as a Yankees fan, as a Yankees fan, it's disappointing. As as John was saying, though, I will I will give John that point that for the parity of the game, you know, giving other teams a chance, it is nice. It's nice to see. It's it's good to see other teams. Enjoying some of the wealth at the, at the or interested least. in like interest right. in the free agents instead of, you know what I mean. You never hear that the yeah. Rockies no, are they, linked to the big guys or uh, they won't be this year either. You, you know what I mean? I, or I the know. Pirates, like you never hear those teams linked to big players. It's always the same teams, and it's always the same few teams: Boston, it, it, Yankees. I mean, there's Dodgers. a disparity of baseball. Yeah, it's not yeah. the NFL where you know you have right. a, a revenue sharing. I mean, yeah. You're right. You I'm just saying it, it. It loses a little bit of luster when those other teams never make. See, it I disagree. I disagree with you because look at the Rays. What is their payroll? Look at the A's. What their How payroll? How many teams every can year do they that? Compete. But no, not every team is capable of doing that. And and but the Rays and A's have done it consistently for years, so it can be done. Those are aberrations. Just, no, that's two out of thirty. That's it's the operation if you did it one time, if you did it twice. They're doing it consistently year after year. Oakland challenges for the AL West year after year and for the wild card. But no, uh, I mean, how many other AL teams East. do that besides those guys? But it can you be done, I mean? John. An aberration would could be that could it be done. If they did it once, you know, I agree with you. Like the Florida Marlins when they won the, the last, last World Series. You know, that was an aberration. Yeah. That was an aberration because they did it one year and they got rid of everybody. And they well, they done. did it in no, they did it in '97 with the Indians. They tore the team down, and six years later, they were champs again after doing. And then they did it again, and they didn't, you know, didn't win the championship. But they they did it with the Indians, tore it all down. Then six years later, won it again by building it back up. So I mean, they did it twice. Yeah, but don't forget the Yankee championship. They didn't do it consistently. See, the A's and the Rays consistently, year well, after year, are not Marlins, spending money. The Marlins had – they had Miguel Cabrera and Hanley Ramirez, who prospect-wise 
those are two of the best prospects you were going to see when they came up. Yeah, but prospects got, aren't a lot of money. They got rid of Miguel Cabrera and Hanley. Like, I get Hanley couldn't play defense, but man, they got rid of a Hall of Famer and Miguel Cabrera. Like, think about that. Got him, gave him to the Tigers, and look what he turned into. Like, so stupid. <laughs> I love this. I mean, I know we're not in the NFL, but that is great. That we're is get there, but wow. Cool. Oh, Eric had his rant last night about Jalen Rager. Whoo-wee. Oh, yeah. It was bad. All right. Well, I mean, speaking of, I mean, do we have more uh, NBA, uh, MLB news that we want to talk about? I mean, so, what do you think? Do you think the Yankees are going to resign Rizzo, Jake? I think it depends on what happens with Freddie Freeman. Because there are rumors the there's rumors the Yankees are are interested in Freeman. I'm not saying that he's coming to New York, but if somehow they got him to come to New York, then obviously they wouldn't. Otherwise, I would say yeah, there's there's a pretty good chance. I can't see him leaving, especially not after he just brought him a championship. <laughs> I don't week, think. Sorry to interrupt. Next week, Eric and Cool are going to be hosting the Jalen Rieger Sucks <laughs> Show on Tuesday at eight thirty. <laughs> No, I don't, John. I don't disagree. I don't think he's leaving, but there are rumors that the Yankees are interested. It doesn't mean yeah. that he's going anywhere. It just means they want him. It doesn't mean anything. I mean, John, I want a million dollars. You don't see me getting that ever, right? That's a rumor that I like it, but it doesn't mean it's going to happen. It's it's just a rumor. That's all it is. Um, the rumor also said though that uh, Atlanta is going to be pretty keen on trying to keep yeah. him around. Obviously. Oh. For, for pretty obvious yeah. reasons, he's so, their modern day Chipper yeah. Jones. Yeah. And they, they need to. If I'm a letter, I got to keep him. Yeah, and, and I'm I'm assuming he's not going to leave. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't expect that he would. And in that case, um, I'd say chances are pretty high because the Yankees would need a first baseman. I mean, I know. Yeah, you could say DJ Lemayu, but DJ Lemayu is going to probably be playing second. Really, like, realistically, yeah, they'll probably keep right. him at second. They're, and if there's if we don't get another shortstop. Then for now we'll keep Glorybird shortstop. You'll put uh oh I'm blanking on his name, but I can picture his face. Or for third base. Oh, what is his name? And Atlanta gets a Kuna back too. Uh JB JB Yankees third base. Uh Gio Urshela will play third. And then you probably have Rizzo at first. So there you go. LeMay use it second. You know what? I wouldn't mind. Gio Urshela is better than he sucks. Listen, we have the money. I wouldn't mind. Getting Freeman and keeping Rizzo, we gotta gotta have a DH. And Rizzo's yeah. got the back thing. I wouldn't be opposed to it. Yeah, but we already we have, have Stanton. Money. We already have Stanton as Stanton is supposed to meant. To, hold on, he's meant to be the DH. That's the thing. He could play the outfield. Yeah, to some extent. You guys need yeah. pitching. Stop worrying about offense. You I, agree. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Not really. And when you look at the what playoffs, do you mean, not last really. Couple, That's your issue. Stop. The last couple of playoffs, we didn't, we haven't hit, so you well, can't just say it's pitching. I mean, you look at the lineup you put in; like that lineup should be producing. So you can't really. Uh, I'm not say, disagreeing. Yeah, not disagreeing, but there, but when just, it comes to the playoffs, we don't, we do not oh, score. I mean, so yes, that it might is just be the jersey. that might be the coaches. I don't know, but you need pitching. You know, you we definitely do. Yeah, we do. That's I, also, I also, to be fair, you have to remember. I have to point out the fact that we are going to get. Luis Severino back. I'm not sure how well he's going to play. Yeah, that's going to no be idea. the key. What's he going to do? You know? But with him and Cole, if they're both playing well, it's a very good one-two punch. It's a, it's, it's a solid top of your rotation, but it's going to be if he plays well, which we don't know yet. So You, you never know start to start what he's going to do. You're right. I, we don't know that. And 
That's our biggest problem with our rotation is Domingo Herman. Same thing. He's a solid pitcher when he's playing right, you know, when he's playing well. But if he's not playing well, he stinks. We have a lot of guys that are, hey, if they're playing really well, you know, if they're pitching well, they're unstoppable. But if they're not, they stink. Which, I mean, I know you yeah. can say that for a lot of guys in and throughout uh, baseball, but it's especially our pitching rotation is built of that. Guys that could be really good, but sometimes really stink. So yeah, no, I, we, that's why we I do agree. Some college football before we get to the NFL, sure. Because yeah, I, I, you know, I got to talk about Brian Kelly right, right now. Well, the, guy is, the guy is the coach of the sixth ranked team in the country yep. right now in the college football playoff. Has a chance to make the playoffs. Not going to win the playoffs. They're not as good as Georgia. They can't beat Bama. I think Michigan would wipe the floor with them. But how do you let the story get leaked out that you're taking the LSU job? You have your coach, your assistant coaches that find out when he's leaving your recruit's house. And, the you know, the coach comes out and says, I look like a blanking hole as I leave the house. You know, these are your guys. You're throwing under the bus. You have players finding out via text that you're leaving the program. Listen, I'm all for going to get more money. I have no problem with that. You know, you have a right to earn money. The yep. LSU wants to pay you $100 million by all means. Go get that money. I don't say stay at Notre Dame. But, A, Brian Kelly's not as good as Nick Saban. He's not going to win the SEC. No. So, doesn't you know, matter. And, and at LSU, he's not going to get the pass he gets at Notre Dame for not mm-hmm. making the playoffs. SEC football, they don't care. So yeah. what is this guy, What is he thinking taking this What job? is he really going to gain? You know, and like, he didn't even go back to Notre Dame to try and, you know, match, get a match the offer. So what's going on there that he even want to stay there? I, I, what do you guys it's, think? It's beyond me. And then uh, I don't have much to say on it, but, I mean, look, I, I'm also of the belief that if you're going to sign a deal, you're going to do that kind of stuff, do it after the season. Wait, just I'm cool with you having preliminary talks. That's fine. The season's not even over yet. I mean, come on. You just wait till the end of the season and resign properly and then go take the job. I'm I'm perfectly fine with it. I have nothing against doing that, but I mean, this is just it's to me it's wrong. I think that's the best way to put it. It's just wrong. You have a job do it, and when your job is complete, you can worry about the next one. Yeah, I, and, and, I get it. And I feel bad for the players. I feel bad for his players and his staff. I really I do. No problem. No problem with making the money. I mean, by all means, you know, if they want to give you a hundred million dollars, but you can't come out during the middle of the season, get caught, you know, in a, in Louisiana, and your players get text messages, you know, and you're have a shot to make the playoffs. How bad does that look? You know. And you're still recruiting people at Notre Dame. You went to your assistant coaches yep. at guys' houses last night. Yep. You know, they have no clue what you're doing. How are you throwing them under the bus like that? It's, and and I and again, it's, you know, you have a job to do, but then it's just like, really? You're going to, you know, recruit guys to Notre Dame, but then you're leaving. So why are you even doing it? What's the, what, at that point, what is the point? Like, I know it's your job, but if you're already dedicated to another job, it's, it, it almost feels like you're only going to give, half an effort for it you really it only it only it only is so much of an effort at that point at least in my opinion yeah 
And uh, I mean, th- but this is the problem with college football is it's not like the NFL where the NFL, you can't just up and leave your, you know, your deal. Like you can't just up and say, well, I'm gone. Like, no, in college, you basically have that power where you can just go and but, take another school, take a job and say, I'm done. Like it's a coach. The thing is college football is a coach's world. It's not a player's world. It's a coach's world. It's run by the coaches, it's run for the coaches. That's what it's about. That's the problem with college football. So you get the good with, you know, yeah, the, I mean, the, it's all about the coaches. So the players are in and out and it's cool, but at the same time you have to deal with kids get screwed over, unfortunately, because, you know, a kid last year, for example, he's a freshman and he signs with Notre Dame and Brian Kelly promises him all these things, blah, blah, blah. A year later, Brian Kelly's out the door, not even finishing the season. Right. I mean, Notre Dame's in the middle of a playoff hunt. Yeah. And Brian Kelly's accepted a job. And they're, and they're not going to make the playoffs, but it doesn't no, matter. But, but, no, being but, the but number they're, six seed they're in overall. The middle I mean, of, of an important yeah. place for that program. I mean, Absolutely. even if they don't make the playoffs, Whatever bowl they get in, they have a pretty good record. They're going to get a really absolutely. nice bowl. That's important to these programs. Oh, absolutely! And it's important he's to the players. just darting, like you said, with the, with the uh, recruiting stuff. That's the dirty part about college football. Is the, the kids suffer. The kids get screwed over. The kids that are freshmen or or they're juniors and they're looking forward to their senior season, and now it's like, well, you know, Brian yeah. Kelly promised me this stuff three years ago. Am I and gonna... now he doesn't even finish out before I become a senior. Like that type of stuff, it's wrong. Yeah, but it's you're never right. going to fix it because this is just this is the way college football is set up. But well, it, no, it is know, wrong. It's going to be enjoyable to see him go down to LSU. Oh, to do absolutely nothing because he's not a good coach to begin with. No, he's no Nick Saban. He. He it's like Marvin team. Lewis on the Bengals. Had a nice, soft, cushy job where he could do okay, could do look pretty good with a nice record, but he's never really he's never gonna go to a championship. Marvin Lewis well, is never gonna win a Super Bowl with the Bengals, but he had job security. That's True. Brian Kelly. Yeah. And, and it's gonna be nice enjoyable. Record. It's gonna be enjoyable to watch him get beat year after year. I because, look forward to it. You know, I, I have no respect for him. I agree. It's like putting Marvin Lewis on the Packers and saying, hey, good luck. Go and coach the Packers and see how you do. And he does bad for two or three years. And then they're like, okay. It's like, All right, hmm, I wonder like, why. Get this guy off of the team. I want somebody new. Like That's how I it's going to be at LSU. How about Michigan spanking Ohio State this weekend? Oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make one comment and I'll, I'll, I'll make it uh, pretty simple. Uh, it looks like the Harbaugh's own Ohio this week. I mean, wow! Ooh, that's that's, that's mean. You're, Am I wrong? I mean, eight years though. Am I wrong, Jake? It's like it's like thirty-five degrees out here, and it's not even as cold outside as it is in the you know I, this room right now. All, all I'm asking is, am I wrong? You're no. not wrong, but it's and, cold. and that's all that matters. It's like a walk-in freezer, man. It's cold. <laughs> but I mean, right. eight I just, years I'm, they I'm went honest. without beating him. Eight years, so I, I give Harbaugh credit for getting that monkey off his back. It took him long enough, you know. It was, it was bound have, to happen eventually. You know, got to get lucky eventually, but they manhandled it. They really did. Yeah. It, it was fun to watch. Isn't that funny, Jake? You bring that up. That both Harbaugh's the same weekend beat 
the Ohio teams uh, in the yeah. same weekend. They embarrass them both week. You know the yeah. the Browns look like a, a walking clown car. You know, they look like a little circus on wheels, and you know Ohio wow. State. Wow, and, oh, and I'm the cold one, huh? Ohio yes. State gets their butt kicked. You know, which I didn't expect. I I thought that it was oh, going to be the other way around, like watch. always. Admittedly, I, Ohio State was much worse. But I ne- but we never it see was, Michigan much worse. win. They always it always comes to this, and then Michigan gets their butt kicked. You're right. I yes. didn't expect it, but I'm no. happy about it. I like Ohio State. Yeah, losing. good for Michigan though. That's how I look at it. So right now, the rankings before the championship with Georgia, Michigan, Cincinnati, Bama. Who? So if I say Georgia, Michigan, Bama, Cincinnati, uh, Oregon, oh, Oklahoma State, and Notre Dame. How do you keep Bama there after what they just did? That was horrible. First that was of all, a, how do you keep them there? How's that possible? Watch, watching that end of that Auburn-Bama game, how does that running back not go down and bounce? How does he just fall? That game is over. He cost – oh, I'm so frustrated. Uh, I just want to say that this two-point conversion thing is the equivalent to a runner starting on second base in an, in the in extra innings in baseball. That's what the, the equivalent to. You don't need it. Nobody wants it in the world. Nobody wants it at all. No, we don't want but it. But it exists. But it exists, and you're shoving it in our face, and it I'd ruins the game. Rather it have ruined, a tie. Yeah, me too. It ruins yeah. the game because instead of instead of making a team drive twenty five yards, you know, to score a touchdown and go for two or kick a field goal, you're like, hey, guess what? You get one play, two point conversion. Okay, now you get one. Like that's stupid. It's just stupid. That's, that's as dumb as starting a guy on second base. Like that's stupid. I think it might be worse, but you're. I, I, it's it's, it's bad. The point is, it's Horrible. really bad. I mean, don't get me wrong. You get the safety thing because we're worried about player safety, but oh, come at on. that point, they don't we're... care about. It. They oh, don't care they, about they care about player safety. They're not concerned about money at all. <laughs> you know, it's all player <laughs> safety. You know, after yes. playing sixty minutes, they care. You know, after sixty minutes, those after sixty minutes plays, of beating the daylights out of each other, now we care. That, that you know, eighty-first play is the one that we're we're worried about. <laughs> oh yeah, man, the eighty-first play—that's when it becomes really dangerous. <laughs> I mean, come on. Not not plays one through eighty. Eighty-one. Oh, guys, we gotta we gotta be really careful now. Why not just play a ten-minute quarter if it's tied at the end of the ten minutes? It's the tie. Well, let's I'm, not I play. Don't, I don't. Why I don't call it overtime? It's not overtime doing. I don't like sudden death either. Let's just play ten minutes. Winner at the end of 10 minutes wins. If it's a tie, it's a tie. That's what the NFL does. I, I don't mind it. Well, the I, NFL, oh, the NFL doesn't yet. do that. They no, do. the NFL is 10 minutes. And if it's a tie after 10 minutes, it's a tie. Right, right but, but there's, but a, there's score, a certain death over. element, which I don't like. Yeah, I'd rather just yeah. – It is, because oh. if you score a touchdown, it's over. Well, I mean, but if well, you, you score a field, field, goal, a field goal, it's not over. Right, but I'm saying if a touchdown is scored, the game automatically, which I don't like. I'd rather just play 10 minutes, and that's it. End of 10 minutes, whoever wins. You get an extra 10 minutes on your game. You win, you win. You know? Yeah, that wouldn't bother me. It, it wouldn't bother me. But this two point conversion thing, I think it ruins college football. I think it's stupid. Like, it, it is. It doesn't determine the real winner. Like, Thankfully, it doesn't happen very often. But a game like this, to see it something. It determines like that who gets lucky eventually. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's not, you know, 
it's just horrible. It's like yeah. saying, hey, in baseball, you're going to get one pitch. Let's see what you do. And you're going to get one pitch. Let's see what you do. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, what's the point of that? You know, extra innings, one strike, guys, because you want to save the pitcher's arms. <laughs> this is you like know? softball. We're going to go softball rules. All you got to do is just hit the plate. If you hit the plate, <laughs> he's out. He's out automatically. It just has to land on the plate. That's it. You could literally, for all I care, you could roll it. Touch the plate, up, you're out. It you never goes in the air. You never have a shot. If it's a ball, you walk. If it's a strike, you're out. Hey, remember when you were young, you used you to play automatics. You didn't run bases. Let's let baseball start you with that. So this way, you play your <laughs> sure. safety. You know, the, fat, if you, the fat guys don't have to uh, round the bases for home runs. That's real sit. player safety right there. <laughs> you know, if you hit it in this spot, you know, I don't want to have guys get winded or anything. You know, pitchers shouldn't hit. God forbid they have to run around a couple bases. <laughs> oh, yes. They're already, the, they're already deemed like the least uh, the least athletic out of the four sports. And then you're just going to make them do even less exercise. There you go. Perfect. And, and you know the NFL can go to the official quarterback like we used to play two hand touch. <laughs> you know, save some money by your safety. Throw the red Perfect. jerseys on during the game. Don't touch of the quarterback. Perfect. You could just like have now. you could just have ghost men like on first or second. You know, like that when Perfect. we were kids. That would save people from getting injured in baseball. You could just yeah. do that. <laughs> what they should do is put, put things in the hat. Start on every half inning. Runner on first. Base is loaded. You know, random. Like the like they it. do the lottery picks for basketball and stuff. Sure, love it, yeah. love it, love this. <laughs> uh, well, how we devolved into God only knows what the rabbit hole yep. went down. That's <laughs> how this always goes. All right, we got about twenty minutes left. I we haven't even talked NFL, and Oof. I feel like we, we've got to. So, where Here's would we like to start, there. gentlemen? What? The way that they have these Monday night games, I almost don't want to talk NFL. I mean, the night before it was we're terrible. On, you know, I, I'm guessing on Washington, the Seattle to round out what was it, week uh, 12? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's awful. Always, I had the opportunity to be on the sports arena with some guy named John Shear uh, and Eric Wilson. Uh, you know, and I'm Never watching, heard of the, watching the game as I'm on there, and I'm like, this is just horrible. This is so boring. The it's Browns the game was bad, too. Browns or Ravens game was bad that too. Was I mean, let's be honest. Yeah, but here's all. Here's the difference: Seattle and Washington was never going to be a good game, no matter what. Even if Seattle was playing well, you knew it wouldn't be a good game. It'd be boring to watch, no matter what. At least the Ravens and the Browns, it's a division rival. There's it's some bad blood. It's got potential to be a fun game. That had a chance to be good. This Monday night game was never going to be good. You knew you, you were ending week 12 on a bad note no matter what. You put Seattle when, and Washington together. Who cares? When did Monday Night Football become trash? Growing up, you know, I'm a bit older than both of you, Monday Night Football was the best of the best. We didn't get Washington and Seattle on Monday Night teams like this. You got Giants and Eagles probably. Or, As a or, kid, I grew up watching, having to rotate between Monday Night Football and Monday Night Raw. And that was like the best thing ever Monday nights because you got to have both and both were elite. Like the best thing you could watch in television all week was Monday night, those two programs. And now yeah. both of those programs have falling, fallen in the gutter. I don't know how, but they have. ESPN needs to say, you're going to flex Monday night games and say, well, you flex Sunday night games. You give us four flexes Please. a year. Please do. I'd be you know. okay with that. I mean, I don't say every week, you know, but give them yeah. four per year. 
You know, Please. you pick your weeks, and, and that's it. Because yeah. these are games I just don't care about. I don't even think the teams, like the the fans, the teams involved care. I don't think they care that much. I don't know. Oh, I mean, you know, it was a, what was the final? 17, 15? Yeah, 17, boring. 15. It was an ugly it was, game. It was disgusting. It wasn't even like, and it wasn't even something I consider like, oh, well, they played good defense. No, both teams were just really, they just played poor football. It was just boring. It was just poor football. Like, it was nothing just about it was great. I mean, DK Metcalf didn't have a target until the fourth quarter. I mean, that's pathetic. How? You know, it you reminded know, a me. a screen or something. What was that league that, that folded uh, the last one? Because, you know, there's always the like a, a big. Was it the XFL? I think the I other one. I think it was one. the XFL. Yeah, yeah the think. XFL, yeah. I can't get into these, like, startup football leagues that no. just don't have good products. That was, like, what the game was last night. Yeah. You know, I love watching football. Give me two good teams. You know, or a team that has a storyline, and I could watch it. Yeah. Last night, I don't know. Russell Wilson's obviously still hurt. Yeah. He's just not throwing the ball well. And His line is, is horrible. The the roster is really bad. Like, you know? he has covered up a lot of holes for a long time. But with his right. injury, it's hard for him to cover up them holes. And now those holes are starting. Everything is starting to come to the surface of how bad the roster really is because he's Obviously, like you said, JB, he's not 100%. No. You can't hide it anymore. He can't hide it anymore. And cool, you're 100% right. Everyone's on Monday nights now. I have no idea when the NFL decided that the Sunday night game was more important than the Monday night game. You know, because no, the Monday cool. night game was the premier the premier game. You know, there was no Sunday night back in the day. No, and cool was no right. Because yeah. I don't know what year it was. I'm not sure, but it was a couple years back. And this is cool. a good clarification real quick. They, they didn't fold the XF, the XFL like their season stopped but that, they, that they was, didn't have any mo- they didn't have enough money to that's pay what it was people. but that yeah. was what JB was talking about they just didn't fold because remember was, there was, was um like there was people on teams that didn't even the teams didn't even have enough money to send these people back home on flights mm-hmm. and stuff these yeah. people had to find some of these like people that worked for the stadiums and stuff had to find their own way home yeah that's, you know, that's I remember bad. hearing about that. But yeah. anyway, like just to touch on what Cole said about Monday night thing, the NFL a couple years ago went to this thing where every single team gets a primetime game, one primetime game minimum a year, every team, all 32. And that's, I think, when it changed because now you have to see the Jags. You have to see the lines. And I get it. Those fans want to see their teams in primetime. But if those are bad teams – if they were one, I mean, one in 15 I was gonna say, hold before, on, hold on. John, you want to talk about bad on primetime? Let's talk about Thanksgiving. I mean, game one was possibly well, even worse than any of these That's how they get around the lines <laughs> having to be on any primetime is they, they stick them on Thanksgiving. Terrible. That was pathetic. But, but yeah, the primetime is the Thursday, the Sunday night, and the Monday night. And so all 32 teams have to get at least one shot at a primetime game each year. So you'll notice the Thursday games mostly are where the slop yeah, they, is, where the Jags and in. the Texans right. and whatnot, and the Jets get on there. I, but honestly, I would be okay if they went back to just the better teams being on the primetime. If you're not good I mean, enough, you don't get primetime. I would be okay revenue, with that. And it's a revenue share league anyway. It's not like as if yeah. you're getting more money if you're on primetime. I don't want to see Texans and Jets week three. I, I don't want to see it. I love no, football, but I, nobody cares about that. Yeah. Like, nobody it, it, wants to see that game ever. 
I agree. It's disgusting. It's just bad for business. I mean, that primetime games are what's what you're bringing in the whole audience. The whole country is coming to watch that game. Yep. If you put a bad game on in that time slot, you lost, you know, the ability to to sell your product to the whole country. And and not we, to mention, like when you watch these games. And I know it because, like, I worked in social work, so I know how the body language works. I know people's body language. When you listen to Joe Buck and Troy Aikman broadcast, like, a Jets-Texans game on Thursday night, it's not in their voice. Like, the, the excitement's not there. It's just kind of like, okay, all right, let's get this over. But right. when Chiefs and Ravens are on Thursday night or whatever, or, you know what I mean? Like, you hear yeah. the announcers get excited, and it's like, if you hear the announcers not give a damn on the broadcast, like, why should you? Why should, why you? should you? And clearly, I've heard it many times with the garbage games this year where Joe Buck and Troy Aikman were like, all right. You know, I don't like, blame them. I can't touch them for it, though. That's the I'm problem. just saying, like, when, when I listened no, to the, the Bears and Lions game on Thanksgiving when I was watching it, Troy Aikman and Joe Buck alluded a million times like about keeping the game going, keeping the game game going. Why? Because they wanted to get the hell out of there. They didn't want to yeah. be in Detroit for Chicago and and Detroit, who have what three combined wins at the time or something like that. Like they want, you know, like. But it, but if the announcers don't games? care, why should I care? They want to watch good games like the rest of us, and I yep. get it. I mean, the NFL's got to get away from this wanting to have every team. Well, that's why you have Thursday night. Leave Sunday night and Monday night please. with the better yeah. games. You know. There we go. Sideline Sports do Thursday oh, cool. night games. Now we're yes. talking. Well, yes. This is this is why we have guys like Cool in our network. Why? Because these are the smart comments that we're looking for. That's uh, he's right. <laughs> he's right. Mizek, no, I'm calling you out. You're not there to make that that type of comment. Come on, Mizek, step up. Jacob, <laughs> step up. Matt, step up. <laughs> no, I mean, Cool's, I just, Cool's winning. I'm so he's got sick the of edge. This. I'm sick of it. I'm just uh, anyway. Move on to something else, topic wise, NFL wise, because I'm, 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 I'm bothered just thinking about this. So are the Steelers finally done. Yeah. yeah. I, no they've question been, about they, it. Cause they've been done, honestly, in my mind. But I yeah, mean, this, is this I think was like the final straw. They got beat down. Oh yeah, this I is mean, pathetic. Uh, it was great to watch. I, mean, I didn't get to watch it, but this is just you know, bad. I mean, this 41 is, to 10, the Bengals. Who, I mean, good for the Bengals. Don't, don't get wrong. Roethlisberger wasn't even close in that game. Like the picks no. he was throwing, that was bad. Yeah. He had no arm strength at all. None. They don't look good. No. And it's, it's becoming apparent. Just ugly the way it is. I mean, uh, Tom can only do so much to keep his team yeah. in the game as a coach. You know, you, you got to find a quarterback for the future, and I don't know where they're going because Ben is done. And yeah. they're what five, five, and one. Yeah. So basically, they're five and six because you tied the Detroit Lions. You were at home, and you. We're tied not talking. We're, we're never going to talk about that so, game ever again. <laughs> oh, so we're going to talk about that. Basically, like six losses. You know, in your eleven tries, because if you can't beat the Detroit Lions, it if you tie, you deserve a loss. I agree. You should just be handed a loss automatically. The Lions is that's a loss. I'm sorry. Yep. So I mean, this team is just 
They're not Fox good. Losses and a tie to the Lions. They're not a good it's, team. Now TJ Watts out, and they're going to play the, the Ravens. COVID list. Yep. They're going to play the Ravens. Woo. They're done. That's going to be ugly. Yeah, and I mean, I know, JB, you ask, are they done? Yeah, they they kind of have been done, and this is just, it's kind of getting nails into the coffin now. It's just, we knew they were done. Now we're just putting the final nails in the coffin and just officially saying it. But we, we, we've known they were done. Let's be real. They, they've they okay. been done for a while. So AFC East right In now, my opinion. If, right? If, you, if you're an AFC East guy, yep. which none of us are. Were you, I'm is, not an AFC East guy. The, the Dolphins are the, the trash. What you right mean? Now. What you mean? One of the hottest teams in football. One of the hottest teams in football. What are you doing? Because I've already heard his story on this one. So, <laughs> John, I haven't had to use this in a while, but you, sir, are out of order. Hey, don't you worry. We're going to beat Giraffe Neck and your Giants this Sunday. Oh, so. Beating the Giants is not a true accomplishment. Hey, I I want to rub that in your face. Eagles would have liked the Eagles would have liked to have done that, but we will talk yeah. about that. Right, cool. Yeah. That's okay. Sorry, I had to. Cool. <laughs> I respect. That was good. But you know, unfortunately, I would have rather have lost because a nice draft pick would be good. But we just messed that up and take a receiver anyway. Hey, here's um, the good news. Speaking of that, quickly to add on to that, good news. The rumor is that Dave Gettleman might finally be done with the Giants after this year. I don't see how he's not going now. Listen, I don't. I don't like to to root for people to lose their jobs. Oh, he's he, he's earned to lose his job. I don't care. He's earned he, that right. He's got paid enough money. Bye, bye, Dave. Yeah, really. Like, how do you look at the product of the New York Giants? And if you're the ownership, how do you think that at all that the GM should keep his job? That product because is the a, Maris. The Maris no, are I like the Rooney. They're very loyal, and it's. It. it hurts them sometimes. But the line is atrocious. Dave Gettleman's done nothing there. Daniel Jones, we don't I, – I don't think he's a good quarterback, but no. It, but you could make an argument that he's never had a fair shake because the line is a joke. So it, you know, if they made an argument with that, okay. The kid's young. Was he 24? He's had no line. Barkley's always mm. hurt. I could see them giving him another shot, and I wouldn't be mad at that because – the kid really hasn't had a fair shake. I don't think he's good, but if they did I, keep him, I wouldn't be upset if I'm a Giants. If you got, because if you got him aligned, but if you got not, him aligned and Saquon Barkley stopped getting injured, you know, then I would be like, okay, here you go. The defense isn't half bad. I like, just want to apologize to Saquon Barkley and his family for wasting his career. Agreed. You know, I feel bad, but anyway, continue. So. If you're an AFC East guy right now, right? Yep. You got you got the Patriots, the Bills. Who are now owning that division. You got the Dolphins who are hot right now. I won't question that, but they're done because they're too far back. Done. You're, you're done. Right? Then you got the the Jets who why why bother? So right <laughs> now, are you if you were betting, you think Belichick has a shot to win this division? Or do you think the yeah. Bills who this week who rebounded really well after playing like garbage for weeks in a row. Do you think the Bills come back and take the division? Where do you see it? Honestly, at this point, I think the it's actually ironically, I'd probably say the Patriots division to lose the way they're playing. I mean, that's just that's the way it feels. It's 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 their division to lose right now. No, no, no. John? No, no. I told you this last night, JB. Look at the Patriots schedule, Jake. Net at the Bills, 
at the Colts. That's double losses. Then you're home against the Bills. That's three losses in a row. You get the Jags at home. Oh, no, no, hold on, hold on. They'll beat the Bills once They're only not because... Beat the Bills. I'm sorry, but the number one ranked on. defense, listen, the best defense listen. in football this year, Mac Jones is Pats are one of the best defenses in the, in the league as well. Don't just, but, don't, but I'm not worried about if Josh Allen more importantly, can more, more importantly, more importantly, what do you always say about divisional games? Right. That they are. Us. But I'm not exactly. worried about, I'm so, not worried about if Josh Allen can put up points. You and I both pass. know sweeping an opponent is pretty unlikely. But the Patriots are fool's gold. That's what I'm telling you. They're not. They're fool's gold because they're going to go to the Buffalo next Monday night, which there's John, a good they game. they beat legit opponents, though. Who? Are you serious? Who? Who? I went through the schedule last night, and they haven't the Chargers? beat anything. The Chargers the are a joke. They're a the joke. Titans? The Titans don't have Derrick Henry. They don't have Julio Jones, and they don't have A.J. Brown. You don't can't say that. the Chargers. The Chargers are the Chargers because they do this every year. They did it every this year. Philip Rivers did every year. Lt did every year. Antonio Gates bury the Chiefs this year. This was yep. the chance. They had. They, they threw even it beat them. They even they beat them. Behind. They were a game behind. They were the Chiefs that looked like hot garbage the whole year. The, all three teams in that AFC West, JB, had a chance to Agreed. bury cool the Chiefs. Are. All three teams in that division had a chance to bury the Chiefs early in the year. Broncos were 3-0. The Raiders were 3-0. The Chargers beat the Chiefs. Like, the Chargers had it all in their lap. All three teams had a chance. And then they all just stumbled upon, you know, right back into the clown car that all three teams are. <laughs> and sure enough, here comes Kansas City like, right back to where they were, just like every year. The fear and of now, success. guess what? The division's over. Like the fear of success. That's the really Chargers what it is have nobody to blame but themselves. Nobody, oh. nobody to blame but themselves. This was gift wrapped to gift wrapped to them. The next game they play is going to be in LA with against the Chiefs. Like they had it gift wrapped and then yeah. they threw it away. Like I don't it was get horrible. It. That's so, what the Chargers are, Jake. Is you think that they're good and then they turn into that. Whatever that oh, is, they can't be consistent. I'm not so. Worried. No, the Patriots. I'm not calling them the winner, division winner, but I think they're a good so, team. What's your What's your overall impression of Mac Jones right now, Jake? I've said before last week. I think he's probably played the best of all the quarterbacks in this draft class. I'm not saying he is the best, but he's played the best. Granted, he's probably in one of the better positions. I mean. I, I would say between Trey Lance and probably him, it, I would say they probably have the best positions. I mean, great coaching for Mac Jones. He's been a game manager for the most part, uh, but I think he also deserves some, deserves some credit because he's put up some impressive stats. His passer ratings have been good. He's been accurate. He's been efficient. He's. I'm not trying to say that he's a top 10 quarterback, but I think he's I, – I would say I'd have to look at all the quarterbacks in the league – but just going off of a, a first impression basis, I would say he's like a top sixteen quarterback. He's he's a top half of the league quarterback. He may yes, tier sir. at that sixteen line where it's just reaching that top half, uh, that other half. But he's he's been a good quarterback. I, I think so he's, he's average. Been, he's he's yeah. He's done fine. enough. He's, done he's enough a rookie to make that though. Team win. It, and I think he's an. Rookie. I think I think he does enough to help the team win. And more importantly, does enough to make sure they don't lose. Well, yeah, a lot of what, a, a lot of the reason they win, I think, is the defense. But I admit he makes yeah, some plays. Gosh, yeah. 
And, that and, dude but he makes him no, but, but he, I will give him credit. He's putting points on the board. The team as a whole, he's got but, the team putting points on the board, and it's but they don't no put him what. in positions where he has to win the game ever. And, and like that's all, and, that, and, that, and that's what a good coach does. He protects well, yeah, players. I'm not but, knocking the coaches. But, I mean, but I look tried at last to week, too. Last year, last week about Belichick. Oh, last week, 23 for 32, 310, two touchdowns, no interceptions. It's a nice game. I'm not going to say he's MVP, but it's a good game. The week before that against the Falcons, they had a run heavier game, but still 22 for 26, 207 yards, touchdown interception. Okay. He's not playing amazing, but he's not playing bad. And the week before that, just the last game I'll pull for the Browns, the Browns game, he, he went 19 for, tw- uh, for 23, 198 yards, three touchdowns. He's not throwing up gaudy stats. that are going to make you scream and freak out. But what he is doing, he's putting up some nice stats. He's been efficient. I have to step in and say, okay, cool. It's the same thing with Aaron Rodgers. I give him his props on the football field. He's a great player. But off the field, I don't respect him as a person. Matt Judon on the field, fantastic player. He's been great this year. But off the field, he's a moron. He doesn't like mac and cheese. He knocked mac and cheese, dissected mac and cheese, with his words, and he will forever be shunned in my society, my circle. You can't hate mac and cheese like that. You can't mac say cheese. mac and cheese is just noodles and cheese. You don't do that. That's like saying grilled cheese is just bread and cheese. You don't go there. You don't ruin what is the sacred thing that is mac and cheese and grilled cheese. You don't do that. You don't mess grilled with cheese. cheese. No, grilled cheese we is don't good, mess mac with and cheese. Is okay. Cheese is a, an elite food, and you don't mess with it. All right, that. hold on, hold on. We are running out of time, so if we want to keep going for YouTube, I don't, I don't care if TV sees. If we want to keep going for YouTube, we're, we're, we're more than welcome. We can keep doing that. If you guys want to keep going, that's fine. If that's the case, just on the TV, people, we're going to say goodbye. Okay. If we want to just stop altogether, just, we can. But I figure we got a good conversation run, going. Might as well keep going with this. Just before we run the video, um, that's not all the sidelight sports shows. As we saw earlier, Play Caller Sports, Squad Pod Sports. We didn't have their logos in the. Uh, video guys you're all yeah, part of the family no no disrespect that you weren't in there we love you all um but great show guys we'll see you guys soon if you're watching yes, on tv ne- we'll next see you. next tuesday december 7th you do not want to miss our episode it is going to be epic it's going to probably be our biggest show yet to date that's how important it that is going to be, be. So be. You it need might to be turn, tune in we'll see we'll see all right, everybody on TV, have a good one. And now we can continue our conversation. I agree. Matthew right. Judon, not when, liking mac and cheese is just when offensive. I get when I get to the Super Bowl, and obviously the Patriots aren't going to be in the Super Bowl. If I see him on Radio Row, he doesn't exist to me. I don't want to interview you. I don't want to be near you. You don't like mac and cheese. Oh, John, hold me. on, that's I don't ridiculous. care. Get away from me, Matt, Matt Judon. You don't <laughs> exist. No. That's what I think of mac and cheese. You don't knock mac and cheese, man. I agree. Mac you don't cheese knock mac like and cheese. You don't knock grilled cheese. cheese. Grilled cheese, yes. Thumbs up for grilled cheese. Okay. Oh, oh, Jay, hold on, hold on. I was going to say we, we can't address, be friends, JB, if you don't like John, grilled cheese. John, time out. We need to address this. JB, do you not like mac and cheese? Whoa, yeah. Not how? A not a fan. I mean, I'll you, eat it. But do you it's, hate I'm not it like Matt Do you hate it? I don't hate it, but Thank you. if you okay. give me a give me a, a sauce, all right, all right, all right. this is like we've been married and we finally start finding out things 
about him that okay now we're starting to find out things that we don't necessarily like anymore listen like, I, I, I put up with your well done steak so <laughs> you know you gotta deal with mac and cheese that's all i'm fair. gonna say you gotta give him credit that's fair <laughs> enough you've we never just, tasted never tasted the well done steak that i can oh i have i have john i know what a well done tastes like it not, taste not how same. i make it it tastes like a hockey puck dude you love hockey I love hockey, but I don't like eating pucks. <laughs> John, oh, John, that's like saying you love baseball. Do you like eating baseballs, you weirdo? No. Have you ever had a baseball cake? Sure. Yeah, but that's cake. That's not a baseball. Uh, you guys are killing me tonight. This is. I mean, I'd be like saying to JB, "Hey, JB, you're a bas- <laughs> you're our basketball guy. You want to go eat some basketballs together?" No, he doesn't because Sweet. he's a human being. Look at Cole. Cole is elite. Well Can done we- is amazing. This guy. Mac Can we talk about something serious, though? Hold on. I I must say that I if I had to just conversation, I, I want to cool, stop the back and cheese. Cool and John are both out of order for that. I, I want to have a serious conversation about this yes. guy. About this guy who went California dreaming on such a sunny day. You know, he, he went out, and everybody except myself was very high on him. Best very guy high ever. on something. Yes, I, I think, you know, they, they went out and they got players to go with them now. They got some. Wait, some what are we talking about? Some I wide receiver. High on something. Some wide receiver, OBJ. They, they brought him along, uh, you know, because that was going to make it better to have a, a, an elite receiver. You know, what have the Rams been doing, guys? And, and your boy, uh, Matthew Elite Stafford. <clears throat> well, Matt Stafford is extremely banged up, as I've been saying. And the Rams excuses. have not been playing well. Listen, the run game the NFL, isn't the run game the isn't there. The, injury tent at this point. the line is bad. The defense isn't playing up to what they should. It's just been, you know, everybody's right. been falling apart around Stafford. And then they went and got OBJ, which is a cancer. So I blame the front office. Wow. Yeah, I just I don't think Stafford's the guy. You know, I think he could have kept golf and did what they're doing now. The Robert Woods injury really was a changing for them. That, that was big. By the way, cool. Right now, if I had to choose, because I live in PA, if I had to choose who gets to stay in PA, I'd say the Eagles get to stay in PA. I'd throw the Steelers out. I'm more confident in the Eagles right now than I am the Steelers. I'd keep the Eagles if I had to keep one in my state, because this is my state. Uh. And you get to keep one. I'd throw out the Steelers right now. Get the Steelers I, out I, I think I'd have to throw out the Eagles. I'm more disgusted with the Steelers only, than I'm the Only Eagles. because I want to keep Najee Harris. I want to keep TJ Watt. You're still in the NFL. Just get him out of the state. Yeah, I'm but I'd want to keep them. And I'd want to keep Mike Tomlin. I wouldn't want to get rid of them. That's all. Well, you don't live in PA, so it I know matter. I don't. I live in get Jersey. I know where I live. <laughs> I'm in the land I, of like, I didn't expect the players. Eagles to, you know, to be good. They're they're decent. I expect the Steelers. I mean, I said eight and nine, but they should be a lot better than this. You can't tie the Detroit Lions. And, I agree. And- that was disgusting. Why do we keep bringing that up? It's like <laughs> it's like I'm tied to the woods and you throwing salt in my wound. My wounds here. This is not cool. Yeah, and blame it. the Steelers, not me. They tied, not me. Not me. Yeah. I don't want to talk about it no more. Why don't you want to talk I about just, it? Why are you I so just, salty about it? I just don't want to talk about it. What? 
was what disgusting. happened oh oh was it because of your uh suicide pool is that what yes. it was <laughs> correct well, we don't it's all about the people. money it's always about also, the money it's always about the money <laughs> it's always i want to talk about it it's like all right so let's just continue like to talk about it's like college football it's all about the money always follow the money follow the money all right uh, is there any other NFL news we want to talk about? I'm trying to think. Uh, of this Daniel thing. Jones neck injury. That's giraffe, <laughs> giraffe neck will be in Sunday. Oh, you want to see who we get to start this week? Hold on, I'll, I'll pull it up, guys. Are they, this is are my... they bringing him from like the New York Zoo or whatever? Oh yeah. We, of so we went we went to the zoo and we picked out the ugliest <laughs> person slash creature that we could find, and uh, it turns out the New York Football Giants uh, felt that. Um, Mike Glennon, who I will pull up in a sec, was the ugliest. Uh, I have to be it's honest. Like that Photoshop, those Photoshop pictures where somebody extends their neck by like five feet. It's pretty ugly. Ooh. Wow, pretty ugly. That is bad. Wow. I mean, I yeah, I just can't get over how bad that neck is. I mean, that's our starting quarterback this week. It's uh. <laughs> It's not going to be know, great. I can't. I'm not looking forward to it. He, it may help him look over the line. Some of those linemen are pretty tall. <sighs> He's still be, a bad quarterback. Th- this this is our team, Jake. Yep. Uh, I you love know what's going to happen? You know what's going to happen? The Giants are going to somehow beat the Dolphins. Oh, absolutely. One of those games where the but Giants shouldn't win. The this Giants. Is what they do. This is what do the Giants have a do. Draft pick. And then we get to the end of the year, and we win games we shouldn't win. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, you know, a top three draft pick becomes a seven, an eight, a ten, a twelve. And, and like, then we let Dave Gettleman get his grubby hands all over them, <laughs> and he screws it up anyway. We hey, give them number one. Of, instead of taking Mika Parsons, I'm going to trade back and get Kadarius Tony. Sure, yep. why not? Yep, because that we sign a receiver in the offseason. Yeah, that makes sense. And I'm going to sign. Kenny Galladay did one of the ugliest deals for a receiver you're yep. going to see. And guess what? We got Kenny Galladay. You know how many touchdowns he has this season, guys? Zero. We haven't gotten him one touchdown all season. <laughs> it's going great in New York. The Colts rookie offensive lineman has more touchdowns than Kenny Galladay. Okay. You want to talk about guys that have more touchdowns than Kenny Galladay? <laughs> our, like our, 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 first of all, Andrew Thomas, one of our linemen, has more <laughs> touchdowns than him. And I have to look. Was he? I think he was like a fourth string tight end. I have to look it up. Uh, give me a second. It, it's just, it's just horrible. A guy I've never even heard of, by the way, until today. Uh, let's see. Where is it? Oh, here we go. He was, yep, fourth string tight end who made one of the greatest catches I've seen all year. Chris Mayarek. Shout out to him because he caught the ball with his <laughs> knees this weekend. And he caught a touchdown. So that I can't insane... tell if you're serious or sarcastic. Oh, I'm, oh, I'm dead serious. He really did make that catch. And it <laughs> no, was no, impressive. no, by your tone where you're just oh, like, the congratulations rest con- to him. Oh, the rest – I mean, congratulations. It was a good touchdown. Everything else is complete sarcasm. You just sound so bitter. Oh, it, it is. I am bitter because <laughs> we signed Kenny Gallagher in this monster deal, and we have Andrew Thomas on our fourth-string tight end scoring touchdowns, but not Kenny Gallagher. <laughs> what is wrong with us? You realize every year, every cool. I know year. it was a good. Cool, it was a good catch. I admit it was great. I was really impressed. But he shouldn't actually. have more touchdowns than Kenny Galladay. Exactly. Yeah, Thank this, you. This is what my Giants do to me. The last five years, what happens is we get to this point of the season, 
and I'm just tired of rooting for a loser. I'm always going to be a Giant fan, Absolutely. but I say, which team do I think, you know, I want to root for to get to the Super Bowl and, and win it? So that's where I am at this point of the year, and yeah. I, I think I'm going to go with the Arizona Cardinals, but, you know, I'm a Giant fan, but you know what? I'm going to go with my Arizona Cardinals here. Let's go Cardinals. From this point on this season, I'm a hired Arizona Cardinals fan. Beautiful. Wally wears, a, Wally wears a bear jer- Bears jersey. Yes. There you yeah. go. I, got, <laughs> I, I, got, I just thought of one more topic I want to quickly bring up. Offense. Uh, rather, no, skip that. Let's just go M- just straight MVP so far through the season. Who you got, JB? For the NFL, like, I'm going to definitely yeah. go. I'm going to give two. AFC, NFC. Okay. Jonathan Taylor okay. in the AFC. Yep. He has done amazing with that on that Colts offense. He, he really without a doubt. Leads the NFL in rushing. And he's made the Colts relevant. When they run the ball, yeah. they, they are unbelievable. Uh NFC, Kyler Murray. I mean, even though he's been hurt the last couple of weeks, yeah, no. Been doing well. no, it's it's a solid pick. You know, those are my guys right now. John. Uh I mean I, I would probably have to say um, probably Rodgers in the NFC. I mean, Rodgers clearly is holding That's that fair. team together. And That's then in the AFC, one. I know he's hurt, but I kind of have to say, and he's not going to win it, but Derrick Henry. I mean, you no. see oh, how. I, mean, you I see, got it. Changes the, changes you, the whole offense. You see the discernible difference yeah. in the the Titans when and and obviously you lose. If he wasn't hurt, I'd team. be okay with that pick. Like I yeah. Go, yeah, it's but Derrick Henry was pick. so far above Jonathan oh, Taylor and everybody by about three hundred yards. He's still rushing. the second leading rusher. Yeah, yeah. And he that's hasn't how, played in a couple weeks. That's how good he has yeah. been this year for that team. And if the Titans somehow, you know, if they don't screw it up and they make the playoffs, they could get Henry back for the playoffs. So he's not going to win it. But I would cool. have to say Henry because they clearly yeah. they could survive right. without AJ Brown. They could survive without Julio, but they yes. can't survive without Henry. No, I agree. Cool, you spelled his name wrong. It's it's not letter it's letter four. Net. I know <laughs> you put you spelled it F O U R. That's correct, but it's it, it's the number four now. He's changed his name legally. It's letter four. Net. Uh, he had an amazing week. So yes, good. yeah. So did James yes, Allen, who's twelve and zero because well, Leonard Fournette this, and Jonathan this, Taylor uh, <laughs> go off for like four hundred points each. <laughs> this is a week I'm scared. I'm actually legitimately scared to win this week. I'll win this week. I want I'm, you to lose this week because I don't want you to go undefeated. You're winning next week. Next week you're facing one of the dumpster fire teams. This week I'm playing the, the, this the week second you're place facing, team. It's eleven and one. If you win, you get the one seat. If you lose, you're both you're tied for the division. I don't know who would get the one seat in that. Result. I'm not I sure. Know. I think it goes by points scored. I don't know who's. Yeah, leading. I don't know. However, it would be great. It would be fantastic to see Jake fall from twelve and zero to a. Third seed, and he has to play in the first. I would, round hold on, I, with I would the not be a third seed. Clown John, I'd be second. John, I'd be second seed. There's no way. You don't way. get second seed. JB gets that for winning his division. Oh, it's the division, division yeah. winner. Oh, that's so. Scary. So you're behind JB. Oh God. I yeah. mean, I don't care. I like the, them apples. JB's above you, despite your heroic okay. season. Uh, JB points, could somehow. Okay. So currently, by the way, I'll get to my MVP in a minute because I do have an answer. Um, I'm not. I am not strong. I'm just adding on to what you said. Points for, I have 1,944.7. Second place has 1,938.3. Okay. So, <laughs> depending on how much I would lose by, if I lose, 
I could potentially land in second place overall and then be in the third seed, obviously. Yep. But we'll see. We'll see. This, isn't this that week, crazy that you could end up in the first round playing me? You could end up because, playing me. Because I lost one game. <laughs> well, JB is skating by at six and six, and he's like, yeah, so we're going to win the division. Well, Doesn't I mean, matter. Look, we completely look, lost you. look at this, look yeah, at this league. You know, look at uh, my team this week. Injuries, injuries. Oh yeah, you've been decimated by injuries. You know, it is what well, it you is. Didn't, you did. You deserve to lose. You didn't make any roster moves. No, John. This week, I went ahead and picked up. Um, you had four running backs, and three were out. No, two were out. Swift got hurt for you. Swift got hurt. Beginning of the game, Kamara was out. Ingram was out. All you have was Ty decision. Johnson. Ingram was the last last minute. Oh, yeah, it was Ty Johnson at running back last this week. Of course you I mean, lost. You didn't hey, try. Here's, here, here's the bad news for me. Debo Samuel is probably out this week. Oh, you poor thing. Oh, hey. you have Godwin, Justin Jefferson, Tyree Kill. And you Hunter Renfro. Hey, Hunter Renfro. Hunter Renfro's been pretty good. Oh, oh, Hunter Renfro, too. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> hey, Ooh. to be fair, I have to play against Cooper Cup and Jamar Chase. That is... A legitimately scary cop. Jamar Chase is on the downfall. Sit okay. him in your fantasy lineups until further notice. I hope I hope I don't he know is. About that. I, I've been studying, I've been looking at his stats and his targets. It's four weeks in a row he's had a, a really bad game. Four weeks in a row. He hasn't had a great game since the Baltimore game where he went for 200. Since then, it's been like 30 yards, 40 yards, 30 yards, 30 yards. Three catches, two catches. That. That's been Jamar Chase for a month now. That's concerning looking at him. I have him in two leagues. Like, it's really concerning that Jamar Chase hasn't been effective in, in over a month because they had a bye. That's five weeks in a row yeah. where if you have him, you've got nothing out of Jamar Chase five straight weeks. I think you have we'll to see. sit him in fantasy until he starts proving himself. Until further notice. He's hit a rookie wall. It's possible. All right, back to the MVP thing. I didn't even get to. I, I didn't even say anything. We got so busy talking about fantasy. Um, I don't have an NFC versus AFC. I just got one guy. It's Jonathan Taylor. I don't. I know the that the running back never gets the love that they deserve at the MVP position, and it always is going to bother me. But I mean, I don't think there's a player that's more valuable to their team. I mean, right it's now, as simple though. as that. It's uh, there's not much to say. It's. I mean, look what he's doing. I mean, he's taking. He's he's very much earned that second yeah that that second best running back and and, and I, I I give him number one but I say second best because if you say oh who's the best running back in the league I'd say well, Derrick Henry it's obviously. crazy Jake I would say Derrick Henry is the best running back in the league but he's great and I mean look what he did against, I mean I think to prove how great he is look what he did against the Bills which one of the best defenses in the yep. league he went off for five touchdowns yeah, on my I mean, fantasy team by the way which I had him and Eckler. In that week, speaking of fantasy, who combined for nine touchdowns and over 90 points. I beat uh, JB. I believe I was playing your fiance, Deb, that week. I believe. I could be wrong. She's had a really rough go of it lately because she traded Red Hot Debo for Aaron Jones to you. And then yep. Aaron Jones, Jones got hurt. Yep. And then Derrick Henry went down the week before that. Uh-huh. I, got, I was ecstatic. Who, Tannehill loses out because A.J. Brown's out. Derrick yep. Henry's out. So, like, her team just went from, like, top tier to, like, falling apart. Like, oh, no. Jamie, I wasn't, I wasn't playing her that week. I played her this week, and I yeah. crushed her 173 to 78. 
Oh, it was a bad week. Just a bit. It was an ugly week all around. I mean, injuries really suck this year in the NFL and it, in it is it is bad. Injuries are really hard, and yeah, this is worse than a normal year. It is bad. I mean, I'm talking about fantasy, and also it is. It's been bad. I mean, I, I, I've been lucky. I've been, I've fared well, but. Like all no, in just, all seriousness, it, it's it's been bad. It's been a Jake. I wanted to touch a, a point on what you were saying about Jonathan Taylor. Thinking about it, I mean, who's next when it comes to the running backs? Dalvin Cook's hurt. Barkley's hurt. CMC's hurt. No, Chubb's I mean, been hurt this year. Zeke is hurt. Yeah, I mean, the running back position is thin it's as it ugly. is. It's hard. It's Who is there that's besides Jonathan Taylor this year that's how he- that stayed healthy? I mean, there's nothing. It's Leonard Fournette. And I'm saying that like I don't he's know because a, he's had he's had some good games, but not consistent. But he's not a, and he's not that type of back. No, and that's what they, I'm saying. Like, with him and Jones, I mean. Eckler, Aaron Jones, but Eckler's Aaron Jones been, been hurt. Too. I don't know. I Eckler mean, Eckler was hurt for a while, and he has right. Been and I'm great. just like I'm. You know, what? I actually Jones has been hurt. I'll say this. I'll give you the number two guy, and it depends on your fantasy leagues. I'm just saying but, football and NFL or fantasy uh, both. Yeah. Fine, but technically in the NFL, he is considered a running back. Technically, it's Cordero Patterson. I, he's not team. a running back, so it's I mean he, he's listed as a running back, so it's it's he's, a little bit it's it's misleading to call him that. He's been but, playing better than a lot of running backs. But technically he's speaking, playing great football, but I, I don't consider speaking, him a running back. He is a running back by listed position. He's running the football and the way and he's well. playing, he's playing oh, yeah. really well. So, how, I mean, I give he, him that, but I don't, he, I don't, I don't see him as a running back. How can you not consider him a running back when he literally no, has he a starting job over Mike Davis? No, I time in the off season. I see him more of like a Taysom Hill kind of the player. Where yes, he he's listed as a specific position and he plays that position, but he's played, just kind of the, that utility. Play great football, but where he kind of just goes like everywhere. That. It just doesn't feel like a running back, but he's playing great football. No, he is a running back, though. He really does the run the ball. He's well, carrying all the, all the carries for him. Like Mike Davis is a. Is I, I I have him in one of my fantasy leagues, so I I, I spay. I, I spay. I you pay, pay more attention. I, yeah, right. I'm, I'm really watching. He's played <laughs> really well. As well? <laughs> <laughs> he's played really well. I mean, <laughs> he's only rushed 93 times, but he's averaging. So he's only got 411 yards, but he's averaging 4.4 yards a guy for a first round pick that was considered a bust with what the Raiders was it the Raiders or those Vikings? Vikings, I think it's Vikings. the Vikings. He started, they went to the Raiders, the Patriots. He was a special around. teams player, basically. Yeah, he was considered I mean, a bust, and he's then got, somehow on the season, he's got uh nine touchdowns, he's got over 900 yards of all purpose yards. That's He's nine more. Tu- that's nine more touchdowns than Kenny Galladay. Determination. That's all I could say about him. You know, he he wants to play, and he's playing. And he's really doing well. whatever he's, he's got to do because he was a wide receiver. He wasn't. Yeah. Gave it to the league as a receiver, and and he went know, from he, bust to like nine rushing touchdowns, dude. Like he's yeah. and he's not rushing the no, ball. Bad. Have, I mean, he has four rushing touchdowns and four, five receiving, but nine touchdowns. Listen, that's that's yeah, impressive. Yeah, I oh, still consider him a receiver that's playing running back, but he's playing right. the position well. And that's I, fine. And it's not I mean, a disrespect that you're not calling him a running no. back. It's just, to me, he's a receiver. But he can run the ball just like anybody else. I just wanna... I mean, it's funny because on pro football reference, he's listed as a wide receiver. And that's yeah. the funny thing. I mean, but but he's officially listed as far as I know. He is considered okay, a, a, a running he's back. He's an officially yeah. like, 
listed running back. I mean, I just want to point out that, yeah, Jake's winning in our league where it's us and some other people, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. uh, You know, the other league we have where it's us talk, you know, having a league amongst sideline sports people. Yeah, we get it. But the important thing is I'm leading a league. I'm the number one seed at what? 10 and two clinched a first round by over our fans. Our so fans wait, haven't I'm been able seven to keep five. up. I'm doing Our fans haven't been able fine. to keep up with John, just... the most important place in the most important face. While JB wait. is in dead last, one of the dead Hold last on. teams. You know what I'd like to point yeah. out in that league? Just want to say this did this did help me, but it's not the fact that it helped me. It's the fact that it happened. The fact that John Mizek dropped, uh, I think it was last week, maybe out of like nowhere, he just dropped Daryl Henderson. Yeah, I, I tried to pick him up. I hate you I got for that him. because I put a claim in, and I was like, okay. I, I was ahead of you. That's the only reason. I know. I was I like, I need Henderson. Wait, and, and to, me, to me, that made no hurt. sense. He's one of the top yeah. running backs. Why would you drop him? And I was oh. like, okay, I'm going to get him. It'll help me. And then I saw you got him, and I'm like, that. How wild is it? That, that bad word that, that I won't we're say. we three leagues together, and we each hold the number one spot in one of the leagues. That's crazy. What are the odds of that? Do you yeah. own the number one spot in our other league? I did. Uh, I tied. I beat Matt this week. To wow! Take I didn't even notice spot. that. I, I haven't. I, I haven't looked at the records that closely for first place yeah. like that. I didn't realize it. Good for you. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm in first in two out of the three divisions of the the three leagues. I'm. Yeah, I mean, I'm. I'm a top team in two out of the three team leagues as well. I mean, I got yeah. one league where I'm undefeated, and I got another league where I'm seven and five, and I'm and right I got in the that, thick of things. Well, Isaac still leads your division, so yeah. What? But by a game, Isaac only leads by one game. Yeah, I have, I have a chance of the division. <laughs> but I told him I was like, maybe week fourteen, I'll have a bad lineup against Jake, and Jake will, uh, Jake will uh, win the game. <laughs> a little collusion, I hear. <laughs> Unbelievable! I don't like it. <laughs> but hey, going, our fans haven't been able to keep up with ten and two, first round by. I'm going to have the number so, one seed. I'm going to be against, fans. All right. Against our guys. network, which is the best of the best, because we only work with the no, best. No, it's hey, not. Uh, beating that's the a, fans, beating the fans. Uh, Jamie, the that's an eight-man league. Eight-mans are easier. Yeah. That so, listen, so having because, a better team Because everybody easy. else was afraid. <laughs> so out of the seven other people, the best of the best of the fantasy football players in our network uh, are involved in that JB, league. you're what, seven and five? Don't easy, be honest. Easy there, Mojo. Easy there. Jacob drew, drafted what three kickers in, in an eighteen league in the draft. He'll correct you, I believe. Easy there, best of the best. Let's not let's not throw that yeah. around too yeah, really. easily. Hey, number one. I don't carry three kickers in an eighteen league. See, I don't carry three I kickers ever. John, at least in one of our leagues, has double digit wins. I tip my hat. I respect that. I, I as as a fellow double. as a fellow double digit. Double digit uh, team. I get it. I know how that feels. It's it's he's good. Lost it's like, this week in that league. It didn't okay. matter. I already clinched my what, first round by it. But, I already but here's the way I see it. As a fellow double digit winning team, I get it. Because you're like, you know, I'm having a really good season. It's nice. Get it. Hey, JB, you got nothing, dude. You I got, got first place in the, the the hardest league of all. The eight team league. The That's network. easiest league. The That's easy. That was a joke. With, with all professionals in the business. That that's the toughest one. No, that doesn't mean they're that's all good at fantasy. JB, in an eight-man league, that's the easiest one. 
Eight, eight men leagues. Everybody has joke. stacked teams. It's just a matter yeah. of who's is a you know everybody's stacked. who's playing well at a certain time. Yeah, that's it. That's all it is. All right. Anything else anything going else? on, guys? <laughs> no. I mean, we can no, talk about I'm, how great I'm, my teams are, but you know that would just. Jake, you your team wins. is your team is uh, going to miss the. Well, no, it's not true. You're actually only one game out of the playoffs in the fan yes. league because you beat Deb this week, and yeah, she's so coming back. She's okay. the last last team in the playoffs right now. Everybody else, Jake, and everybody else above her is going to get in. Everybody else is seven and five. She's six. How many weeks six. is it? What is it? Fourteen. Two weeks, weeks There's left. Only two more weeks. She's six and next six. Week. You're so, five and seven. You're so alive, and you have a chance to take that spot from her. Uh, I'm a game out with one, two. Two games four above. teams I could catch. I still could catch four teams. Ah, you're not going to catch teams two games above you with two games to play. That's why not. That, that's two and oh. the, two but you're going to have them lose out. That's that's a big one. Of the, one of them's going to lose out. One of them's going to lose out. If I win two, I'm good. I'm I'm guaranteed. I'm going at least. Yeah, one Jake has gone. And Jake's team is hot right now. One of the three is going to go over two. And if John, if John just happens to have a bad lineup against me. I'll be two and zero, guaranteed. And you'll so take my division. Easy. You'll take that, that division because you have more points scored. I do. This this week I'm not worried. My matchup is like easy. I already have it in the bag. Oh, do you have one of those uh, give yep. up teams? I have a team this week that is. Who am I playing? Let's Tissimos see. Or whatever. Two, one nope. Of those. He is two and ten. Ah, he's bottom gone. of the league. Yep. I had I had that team this week to see most. <laughs> I had him. He's three and nine. So I got back to back teams with with real with, and mind you, he will have Christian McCaffrey not playing, Carson Carson also not playing, Robbie Anderson not playing. <laughs> I better win. If I lose, we have a serious problem. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. All right, guys. So, where can everybody find you, Jake? Oh, I'm going first. This is different. Yes, All right. please. I like to. Go I realize I never set the ticker up either today. Whoops. I oh, we have set. We were so excited. Oh, I'll put it up now while I'm talking. Not that. Not that it really makes much. We're out of order. Man. I, I'm like realizing. Oh, I forgot to put this up all the whole time. Uh, you guys can find me on Twitter at Jake underscore Malik. Find me on Facebook, Instagram. Just look me up. More importantly, you always can find Sideline Sports as you see scrolling across the bottom of your screen. Instagram and Twitter is Sideline Sport One. YouTube and Facebook is Sideline Sports. We have a group and a page. Check out both DBNA Television, uh, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, uh, TikTok, just everywhere. Uh, you, you, you get the gist. We're, we're literally everywhere. Uh, JB. JB underscore the program on Twitter. Writing for the subscriber. The program on Believe. NBA Carousel producing. NFL Carousel Chargers. Uh, sometimes hop on the sports arena to talk to John some more because I don't talk to him enough here. If I would have, because we don't deal uh, with him enough here, right? Everywhere, anywhere, never know. Maybe one day Lambo, one day Barclays Center. Just, just show up places and look for me. You find me, let me know. It's like where's Waldo? Where's JB? Exactly. Where's Sideline Sports? Well, I said St. John's. You never know. Yeah. Let's Maybe go see John. We're going to get dances this week. First I, game ever at, 
at USB Arena. I have to UBS ask, Arena. like, what is your infat? You are infatuated with St. John's. I just have to ask, like, what made you infatuated so, with St. John's? Because I, Chris I've Mullen, always wanted to know this. Chris Mullen, Walter Berry, they one of the greatest basketball programs until Luke Carter-Saka left. We were actually in the top five in actual college basketball games one in the history of college basketball. We've gone down a little bit. We were ahead of Duke before uh, the last 10 years, and Coach K went crazy. Um, great history and tradition. Uh, Coach Anderson has come in now, doing a great job building the program back up, um, you know, and recruiting really well. Uh, Julian Champagne, Champagne, one of the kids going to be in the NBA, great player. Uh, Posh Alexander, Wusu, they, they have a lot of young talent. Uh, I'm curious to see what they're going to do against Kansas this, this Friday. going to be a good game. Um, first game ever at the UBS Arena or USB Arena, whatever it's called, where the Islanders play. First first basketball game ever there. St. John's will hopefully upset Kansas and start off you know, with a nice win. I just found it interesting because normally, you know, when you ask people about their college teams, it's like, you know, Duke, North Carolina, Florida, well, New York Texas. City. So from I just New thought York it was City. interesting that's team. a different team. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, Chris Mullen, Walter Berry, Mark Jackson, great history and tradition there. Oh, yeah. Those are some great names. Uh, you can find me, of course, Cardiac Canaan, Finn Fanatic, right now on Fan Sided. Uh, mm. You can find me, Fox Sports, 1340 AM. You can find me on there. Sports Arena Monday and Wednesday nights, 10 Eastern time. Um, Thursday nights, Alex Fleming's NFL Carousel, because we never forget Alex Fleming. And, of course, Sideline Sports, the most important place. He doesn't get to say it. We don't let him, we don't so, let him say those things. Guys, if you're still with us, a couple of weeks, we're going to do a special Thursday night score-no-score game. want everyone to, to come join us. Download the app on the Google Play Store or the um, Apple, whatever we call app it. App Store. The App Store. Does it matter? Uh, you are such an old man <laughs> sometimes, dude. I can't. I and I know we're still live, and I'm saying this people for people to hear me. Sometimes you are such an old man. Yeah, the store. That store thing. The store. But like anyway. The store that's on your phone. Thing that, where that you thing. get those bubble uh, things on your phone. Right. Yes, right. the bubble things. So exactly. make sure you're there. Uh, there may be surprises. You never know. We're working on that. But definitely download the app. Lots of fun. Play. Yes. And make um, sure you watch next week. Next week's yes, going to be a big one. Next Tuesday, Next please. week is a huge show. Can we, can we watch that video one more time before we leave? Because that video was, was produced so well, well. How about this? That's our outro for the day. All right, guys. Peace.
Are you a fan of classic cinema or a young person who wants to discover the best films of all time? Do these legendary movies still hold up? On the Generation Film Podcast, two guys who grew up when movies dominated the culture share a great film with a panel of young movie lovers and see how it plays for today's generation. We discuss changes in storytelling styles, representation, the making of each film, its initial reception, and how its meaning has changed over the years. Join us as we explore cinema classics across generations on Generation Film. Electricast. Hi, I'm Mark. And I'm Peter. We're the founders of Electricast Media, bringing you great podcasts like Nightmare Road Stories, Tech Talk Revolution, and Bodacious Minds. Electricast networks include Ruby for female empowerment, the best business network, and GPN for geopolitics. We built this company to create community and amplify diverse voices, and we really appreciate your support. So, keep listening to Electricast Podcasts and... Hear the culture. Electric acid.